Hello world, I am Calypso and I do want to talk about Dave Chappelle's new special. I've been waiting for this to shake out. I know I haven't been around. That's a different story, but um, I want to talk about this because it's been going on for a while now. I thought like, okay, this is not going to last this long. I did watch the special because I want um, you to know that. I've watched every single special that he has dropped on Netflix when he dropped his first one after like being gone for the 10 years that he was gone or whatever. I remember I stayed up all night waiting for that special to drop. This one I didn't do that, but or any of the ones after that, I didn't really do that, but I've watched every single one. I watched this most recent one and I was just waiting to see like how everything shook out. And I think it's crazy that people are still talking about this like two weeks later. There was nothing in that special that I thought was particularly crazy or anything that I thought warranted or warrants uh, the backlash or that people are putting that you know the backlash that he's getting for this or like all the like that it, the conversation is lasting this long because none of it was none of it I will say this none of it was wrong because it's like he's talking about his perspective I in regards to like you know the fact that he's a comedian and and it being funny like I am the wrong person to ask about that like I'm not somebody who is super into comedy like I I don't really listen to a lot of comedy um I've never I don't even like really watch funny movies and stuff like that it's never been my cup of tea I'm very much like a drama like person you know I like intensity, you know, I love a little telenovela and stuff. So for me, I don't really be laughing when people I'm, I'm, I like sit things that are funny, like situationally, like when you're talking to somebody or something like that and something funny comes up, but like listening to somebody trying to make me laugh, like, eh, it doesn't really do it for me. So in regards to like whether or not the special was funny, I mean, it's very subjective. I don't, I mean, I enjoyed what he did and I enjoy like his quote unquote comedy. Uh, but I think for me, it's more so about his commentary. I enjoy his commentary. I enjoy his perspective. It's very like, to me, very George Carlin. Um, and I do think he's a great storyteller. And I think the backlash that he's receiving to me shows that we're we are more polarized than I thought. And, and to me, he was very clear in his special. And, and this is where it's like, you have to, as they say, you have to actually listen, not listen to respond. And I feel like a lot of people were looking for something to be upset about, looking for something to get outraged about in this special, instead of hearing what it was that he was saying, I do agree that a lot of the things that he said needed to be said. Um, I like the kinds of things that flame has been saying. I don't, and I don't know what her motives are, 
you know, but like she said, she has three dogs in this fight, so I don't know what her motives are, and I know, like, apparently now, like, Dave has reached out to her and been like, oh, like, like, maybe they're going to do some sort of, like, show together and stuff like that. Like, I don't know if that was genuine or if that was, you know, some dick riding shit. I don't know. But I do think the things that Dave said were real. And I do think that they're things that we need to have a real honest dialogue about. Um, the conversation about, hey, there are that, that like, that w- things that were jokes that were also had some like you know those veils of truths like when he spoiler alert trigger warning for all of you people um when he talked about uh like let's not abort the baby um and the fact that the baby shot somebody and killed somebody in a walmart you know but the thing that's, you know, really going to fuck with his career is like, because he said something about a certain community about the LGBTQ plus community, I think, you know, speaks volumes. And also, I think, you know, when you talk of when we have people who talk about slavery, make, uh, make jokes about, you know, um, the things that people went through throughout slavery using the n-word and all this kind of stuff in you know quote-unquote joking manners but there's never this amount of like upsetness never this amount of backlash I think that like us having a real honest conversation about the um quote-unquote immunity that the LGBTQ plus community gets is very serious and I think also talking about like we need to have a like inside of the LGBT community we have to have a conversation about uh the racism in that alone because the people driving the bus of the LGBTQ plus community which is a joke that he made in an original special are gay white men and i think that joke about you know The people in this community want to be minorities until it's convenient for them to be white again is true. Um, So I think him being honest about like, hey, my issue has always been with white people. Um, I think he was very honest in the special. I understand like not thinking it was funny or whatever. But like I said, for me, it's all about I like the social commentary of it. Like I'm very much like. I th- I like, you know, that whole, like, man on the street corner, you know, like, pontificating, you know, I like that, the Socrates-esque-ness of it, and, like, you know, telling jokes or whatever is a way to, like, draw people in, create a crowd, or whatever, but I also think that he's a great storyteller, and I also think, like, it it's also nice to, you know, just hear somebody tell, you know, great stories, and stuff like that, but the jokes provide an amount of levity, I guess, is the best way to put it, but I'm very interested in, like, why it's gone so far, because I don't think that there's anything to me in the special that could have gotten misconstrued, or, like, I'm very confused. I don't think there was any sort of hate in this this special, I thought the whole, that joke about, uh, 
women, uh, transgender women, like he didn't say, Hey, transgender women aren't real women. All he is saying is that, you know, it's like, it's like the impossible burger. Like, you know, it's pussy, but is it, you know, like it's not the same thing. And I, and I also think the joke about, uh, Caitlyn Jenner was spot on because it's like, how is it that, you know, you transition, trans transition, and all of a sudden you're woman of the year, you know, like, I've been a woman my whole life, and like, not to be like that, like, I've gone through, like, certain processes, it's like, this is the, this is where the biological part gets into it, it's like, you know, like, there are certain processes that transgender women don't go through, that biological women do go through, and I think that, I think that, I, I understand the quote unquote turfs or whatever, you know, feeling a certain type of way because also like socialization matters. If you've been socialized as a man, or if you've been socialized as a woman, when you transition either way, those sorts of things just don't automatically disappear. How you socialize is still going, how you've been socialized is still going to affect the way that you walk through the world. So if you are a transgender woman, you've been socialized as a man. So how you walk into interactions and how you approach interactions is going to be different than somebody who is socialized as a woman because we we also understand the impact of gender roles and socialization so I don't think that anything he said was particularly like crazy to me I think that what he did was open up good conversations and I hope that people have these conversations but that they listen digest before they speak, um, which is so hard to do sometimes. Like I'm also guilty of it sometimes. Like I, you know, I jump really hard on the emotional thing and don't really think about like, okay, what is, was it that this person really said to me? And what is it I'm, I'm trying to say back because it's okay to have your feeling feelings hurt by something, you know, like nobody can tell you like her feelings is hurt feelings. But at the end of the day, like, I can't control your feelings. All I can do is like be out there, be honest. And I think what he did was he was out there and he was honest. And I'm not saying that you don't deserve to have your feelings hurt, but I think you, I think intention matters. And I think that's, I think in this, like, like this whole conversation that's been going on for two weeks is like, does intent matter is the, to me is the question. And I thought that story about Daphne was was very real and I think also flame speaks to that in talking about I've got three dogs in this fight and I think realizing that for Daphne like she was a transgender woman but she was also Dave's friend so like there's also all these there's also all these times in our lives where um God, I wish I could remember the book. I all I can remember is stigma is the name of the book. But um, where you talk about your master status in a situation, it's constantly changing. You know, there's certain situations where like being a woman is my master status. And there's other situations where um, other aspects of me become 
the master status. So I think in this situation where Dave was receiving all this backlash, Daphne was not divorced from being a transgender woman, but also like in the situation felt like, you know, like this is my friend. I know this person and these people are lying or telling half truths or are not understanding his perspective or something like that. And so I have to speak out. So, and I, and I also wish that that was more the conversation about how we're not talking about, like, like Dave said, I don't know all the things that were going on in her life. And, and God knows I, I myself (laughs) definitely did not. I never met this person. I never heard this person or anything like that. But I think the better conversation to me is, you know, we talk a lot about like online bullying and stuff like that. And like, why are we not talking about why, how, in a sense that like somebody's own community turned on them, a community that um, gets kicked, kicked out of their home a lot, who is forced into sex work oftentimes, who has um, drug addiction issues, who is a very, this very vulnerable population turned on its, on somebody who has experienced those things and could have potentially been a driving force to cause somebody to harm themselves. And to me, like that should be the conversation, um, as opposed to anything else. And I think I, going back to my, point about the LGBTQ plus community and the racism within the community is, you know, transgender black women die at an, at an alarming rate, are killed at an alarming rate, I shouldn't say die, are killed at an alarming rate. And I mean, all transgender women of color are being killed at an alarming rate. I mean, the fact that that's the reason that they're killed is, you know, alarming within itself, you know, like death in itself is also alarming. But so I, I think that there are bigger conversations that need to be had. And I think people are looking at this in the wrong way. Because I think And I think that there's a great deal of education that needs to happen. I was talking to my cousin about this. Like, I don't think people really understand what, like, being transgender means. And um, I also think that there's generational differences, you know, when you talk about, like, transgender people of older generations versus transgender people of this generation. And I think people also confuse people who are transgender with people who are gender fluid. Um, and I, and I can totally agree that, you know, the words, the, all of that kind of stuff can be very like confusing and hard to keep up with and stuff like that. But like, and I also understand people, I'm not a fan of labels, but at the end of the day, like, we need a word to talk about things, you know. And to me, when you're talking about somebody trans trans transitioning from one uh, 
gender to the other because to me this is not about sex this is this has to do with like a person's outside matching their insides um you're talking about people who are not opposed to there being a gender binary because when somebody transitions into being a woman or transitions into being a man there are things that they can do features and different things like that and dress that allow them to pass to become the person that they always hoped they could be so for if you're transitioning from being a man physically to being a woman it's like okay I need I want breasts I want to um go through different surgeries to change my body to become like you know uh very feminine and stuff like that and the same thing vice versa a woman transitioning into the to a man I want to take you know, hormones, I want to get breast reduction surgery, I want to do all of these things so that I can become physically what I feel like I am on the inside. So I think that this is the other thing too, that I think is very complicated about the LGBTQ plus community is that for for transgender people the binary works because if I do all of these things and I change my body in this way then you know traditional society works or quote-unquote traditional society works better I mean there's definitely people who are still going to be off put by the like if they know but this is like the thing if you're passing you know like oftentimes people Um, won't know unless you tell them or whatever but then the binary works so I think that there's a I think there's a lot of confusion about what the letters mean and about what being transgender means so I think also I hope you know I I hope one like take a joke like I there is something There is something funny about that. I also thought the joke that he made in previous special about, you know, like Rachel, Rachel Zala's all about like, you know, somebody who is transracial, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I, you know, it's like, it's just like, it's funny. Part of it is just take a joke. I understand like this, this is people's lives, but like at the same time, like we have to find a little bit of levity, you know, life is hard. So, like, I think we need to find a way to to laugh at it and to realize that, like, we're all living this and it's a little, it's a little ridiculous, like, to get up every day, to go to fucking work, to, like, do all this stupid shit. Sometimes it's just, it's just ridiculous and you just need to laugh and you need to not think. You know what I mean? I think we're so, like, we're thinking constantly all the time and, like, we're, like, our escape is not interacting with each other, being on our phones and blah, 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 blah. But part of it is like, yo, like take a joke, but I think all, and, and, and just recognize like, you know, some of this stuff is funny. Some of it is a little ridiculous. It's hard to grasp and stuff like that. But I think at the same time, 
you know, like getting that education and realizing that like somebody does not have to agree with you, but they just have to agree with your right to exist, you know? And, and I think that was to me a very poignant part of when he was telling the story of Daphne, when he's talking about, you know, being, it being the end of his set. And she said, I don't need you to understand me is what, um, like, I think I forgot what he said to her, but, but her response was like, I don't need you to understand me. I just need you to realize that I'm human and I'm having a human experience and stuff. And so I think it's not to me, it's not about whether or not people agree with like, how you feel about yourself and stuff like that. Like, that's not important. All they have to do is accept that accept your right to exist I think if there's somebody telling you that you can't be the way you want to be that you can't sleep with whoever you want to sleep with that you can't dress the way that you want to dress and I think I think that's wrong but doesn't mean that I have to be like I don't have to be like okay you're this way and I have to change I don't think that we should tell people you can't be a certain way, but I also don't think we should tell people that they have to change. I think that like educating people is a good thing. And just like, like I said, believing like, not like I said, but like was said, is just like believing that there are people out there who are having just a human experience and like, this is their life and stuff like that. But we got to find a way to like, have fun and joke about it. And and sometimes through jokes, there there is understanding, you know what I mean? Like, you, you can't be so, we can't be so hard that we're only existing in our corners and, like, political correctness doesn't work in comedy, unfortunately. And, like, political correctness in certain ways is a joke. It's like, what are we walking on eggshells for? What are you walking on eggshells for? You know what I mean? To not offend your friend. Well, maybe you guys aren't meant to be friends if you're constantly having to, like, question each other. You know, or be so worried that, you know, you're going to, you know, set off a a landmine or something like that. I think, I think this was a good special and I think we really need to watch out to see what, what he does next and... I think he is going to take like another break. Um, But I hope that he still like, you know, goes and and tours and stuff like that. But I think people need to really watch the special and take the stuff to heart. And I think we need to stop listening to the mainstream media, these elitist assholes who are trying to make us think that we're not connected and that we're not all on the same page because we are I don't think that there I think most people in this country think that Dave Chappelle is a great social commentator um, a great orator and stuff like that even if they don't agree with everything that he's saying and I think that these people who want to race hustle want to exist in the negative and peddle negativity need to stop and I think that they should definitely 120,000% be ashamed of themselves 
you should not be wanting to make your money off of constant and consider and constant and consistent crises and i don't think that you should want to turn everything that somebody says into a crisis you know what i mean i think we need to start having long long form conversations i think that's one of the reasons why podcasts do so well you know like a podcast like joe rogan and stuff like that because you have two people having a long form interview that it's like we're two people having a conversation and you guys are and you're watching it you know what i mean i get to ask you questions you get to ask me questions and we're both learning in the process which is how life is supposed to go and somewhere along the way we lost that and i and i think J- dave Chappelle is trying to bring us back to that to like we need to turn off Twitter because like you said Twitter is not a real place and we need to actually talk to each other we really need to get to know each other because at the end of the day what I care about and what you care about is probably more of the same that it is different and the elitist people at the top are trying to make us make us think that that is not the case they're turning us against each other because it benefits them and stuff like that and we cannot allow people to keep peddling this which is another reason why I think we're becoming more and more polarized because it makes money and so people see that and they're like well let me be polarizing let me get my little 15 minutes of fame or whatever it's it's completely and utterly ridiculous and it's kind of sick the way that like people are willing to sell people out and sell out themselves to make a dollar or to you know get their little 15 minutes of fame so I really hope you watch the special I really hope you listen to it and I think it's something that needs to be watched more than once and I and like I said I'm not trying to say that it's funny because like who am I to judge I don't I like I said I'm not a comedy person I'm a situation person I think it's funny when I'm having a conversation with somebody and somebody makes a joke but like if I if I'm just like out listening to comedy, it's kind of just like, eh, you know, but it's on my bucket list since COVID that like one day I would love to do like an open mic night and stuff like that. Um, don't have any uh, ideas or I don't actually think I'll be funny, but it's something that I would like to try now. And I think Dave Chappelle's inspiring a lot of people. And I think the other thing in this, like, especially with COVID is free speech. And I think Dave is really speaking to that. Like we cannot, this is, this is the last line of defense. This is very like, to me, like Lenny Bruce-esque, you know, like being a little risque and whatnot. Um, and like I said, there's a lot of people common like giving their commentary on this um but i i just don't know if it deserves all of the attention that it's getting and all of the attention that it's getting i think is like positive or negative i think just shows like where we are as a country and i admire dave Chappelle because i think he spoke his piece and i think it in, I hope it inspires more people to speak their piece. That's why I'm podcasting right now. As you know, I've been like super lazy and haven't posted in a minute, but I've been thinking about this for a while. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta put this out there. I gotta say what I gotta say. And I think it's, I think it's hard to do. And I think it's hard to be honest. 
And I think Dave Chappelle was really honest. And it's hard to like get in front of a group of people and be completely honest with a, a, a room full of strangers. And I think that that's, you know, a very admirable thing. And I think more of us, you know, need to do a better job of being honest about ourselves, about who we are, about what we want out of life and stuff. And, and I think we need to be okay with hurt feelings. And I think we need to be okay with not being liked. I think we're a little too concerned with those things. On that note, I bid you adieu, my dear. I bid you adieu. And we will talk again soon. Talk again soon. I'm not going to make any false promises this time around. But watch the special. Watch the special. Tell me what you thought. All right. I do.